Hey, it's episode 773 of today's antidote. Welcome. If you're new, appreciate having you. If you've been coming here for a long time, you know kind of how we roll. Today, we're going to talk about pivoting on your pathway and the challenges. Now, I struggled yesterday. If you listened, watched yesterday, I struggled because I was coming up with the challenges. And there's one huge challenge that I see to pivoting, and that's all going to be part of our discussion coming up next on today's antidote. Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Do, 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 do. Hey, Tom, good morning. Morning, Bob. How are you today? I'm good. And I, I, I just realized that I said wear red tomorrow and you did that and I did not. Drop the ball. So yeah, and sorry. you think I don't listen to you. <laughs> Apologies to you and everyone who wore red and was expecting me to wear red. Yes. And I, I thought about putting a little, I didn't, I thought about it too late. Putting a little happy Valentine's Day on oh, the intro A little slide. heart. Yeah. And I forgot. You know, yeah. Well, that's all right. Yeah. I was too busy picking out the red that I was going to wear that took time away from doing Well, it's, it's funny because red is a polarizing color in my life. Um, at one point I was told red was a really good color on me. And at another point I was told it was not. Oh, I bet that drove you into a tizzy, didn't it? It even does as I speak of it this morning. <laughs> we definitely need to wor work on your, the idea of feedback and <laughs> challenges of judgment. Sounds you. like the month of March is wide open for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes indeed i could and it's interesting because you know so i can see bob while the intro is going on there's like a little screen at the bottom that we can see each other and it's always fascinating to me how he reacts when he does the intro <laughs> he was shaking his head today and i'm like oh good heavens would you stop judging things and just take action so it's always interesting is it am i dark too are you dark like you am i dark as well is that what you're trying to say yeah, or? i'm trying to figure out i'm just i'm in a different location today the bunker is on the move and that nah, doesn't matter i'm staying here it's more comfortable wait a minute did you just say it doesn't matter <laughs> it really doesn't except if i watch the replay it drives me crazy to see how clean your screen looks and how unclean mine is as i judge yet more Hello. Hey, folks, welcome to episode 773 or 71, whatever it was. It's Judgment Tuesday. And I'm just going to, that's what I'm full force. Judgment Tuesday. <laughs> All right. We better get started. Come on and tell us how you're judging yourself. I'm Bob. Tom will be our master of ceremonies. Oh, we have a call here from. <laughs> we're, I'm not sure we would need any calls. <laughs> but, uh, it, our show would run very long. Just on dealing with your judgment and the fact that you've now run your hand through your hair twice. So you're clearly uncomfortable. So it's time to move forward. All right, everyone. 
<laughs> Good morning and welcome. This is not call in to erase your judgment show. This is today's antidote, <laughs> our daily broadcast and podcast, where we have a conversation around a topic each week. And this week's topic, is Bob, topic, as Bob mentioned in the opening, is pathway pivoting. Today, we're going to talk about the challenges, as he discussed. And as we go through that conversation, if you have any thoughts or ideas that you would like to share, please feel free to put them in the comments, because we know it'll add value to our show. And help. Speaking of comments, Tom, I'm going to jump in. Edward says, good morning. Good morning. to have you, Edward. Happy Always Valentine's love to Day, see Edward. you in the morning. Yes. Um, I got to remember where I was. Because we know that <laughs> any comment that you make will add value to our show. And uh, at the conclusion of our conversation, Bob and I will each offer our one thing, our today's antidote. That thing that we hope will help you figure out how to take your next step. Maybe it'll help us figure out how to take our next step. When we are stuck with challenges of pivoting or at a checkpoint, trying to figure out if we stay the course, all those things. Judgment or criticism or feedback, dealing with feedback, all of those wonderful things. Um, so we hope that'll help you get unstuck and figure out how to take your next step along your own unique pathway to success. And of course, if you have a one thing that you would like to share, please feel free to put it in the comments. Because we I know that you said that already. I said that about thoughts and ideas during the conversation. This is oh. about their one thing, their oh, okay. <laughs> that we welcome their antidote because it might be just the one thing someone else out there is desperately seeking for. Watch the replay. I think you said that already. I really do. <laughs> I always say it twice. Once about comments, please feel free to share your comments. Thoughts and ideas in the feet. In the no, now <laughs> we need to move on. We're going to lose people going through this. Okay, so here we go, Tom. We're going to move on. You right? Uh, sure. So we like to start our program after we go through that lovely introduction and a little levity and a little, you know, real life experience with celebrations. And because I like to point it out every couple of weeks or every couple of days why we do that. We do celebrations very simply, not because we have nothing better to say. We have plenty to say, but celebrations set the tone. They give us a chance to look at a step we've taken and recognize that it had value in the sense that we took it. And that's value enough. Just taking a step is valuable. Whether it worked the way you expected, whether it went horribly wrong, whether you are embarrassed by it, whether whatever taking a step. So Tom, would you like to go first today or would you like me to? I'd love to. Thank you. <laughs> go ahead. So yesterday we've been working for what, six, eight weeks, I think on uh, some marketing behind yes. the scenes. And it started doing it started today. And uh, I should give Tom a lot of credit. He's done the yeoman's work on this. I, I've just sort of popped in and out, but he's really run this. And it's a great advancement for what we're trying to accomplish about getting our message out. And it is live today. And I'm not judging the results. I'm just just excited that it's out there. I'm real, I, I truly am. And I'm trying with this. This is one of those times where I'm really going to try to not judge the results until we hit our checkpoint. Which we haven't, you you said it should be a week, but I really think we should put it off till that Friday. I didn't say it should be a week. I offered that maybe we could do okay. it. Okay. I think we should go a little longer. I think that Friday would be more 
Are you woulda, shoulda, coulding things? Probably. And Tom, what do you celebrate today? I have two celebrations. Sorry, I'm breaking the rules because you you changed the introduction, so I'm going to break the rules. Okay. Um, of course, I would agree with with you celebrating the fact that we've launched an initiative. I don't think you can agree with my celebration. You can share in it, but you can't agree on it. That's my choice. A celebration is an individual thing. Isn't agreeing on it judgment? <laughs> I don't think it's a judgment. It's feedback. Okay. All right. It's different. Um, now I've completely forgotten what I was going to say. Well, no. good. Now jump in with the comment while you while you're doing. Oh, no, here's what I'm going to share. Oh. My sister Beth's with us this morning, and she says, "Good morning, Bob and Tom." And I like that she puts my name first because sometimes she doesn't. It really hurts me, but I'll be strong. She says, "Happy Valentine's Day. Enjoy your day. Happy Valentine's Day to you, Beth. Hope it's a great day." Yes, I second that. Um, so my two celebrations. One is that one of the things I committed to when we started this program you were talking about was I, I started to learn as we went through it that they send you a little bell. The bell yes. that Bob rings occasionally. Um, occasionally. Occasionally. When I remember. And, um, one of the things that I, so I kind of knew when this box arrived in my house that it was a bell. And they share the bell to that when you have a new client, you ring the bell. And one of the celebrations that I decided upon was once we got our first client, I would open the box and as my celebration and ring the bell. Our first so client I, in this new initiative we've been correct. running. Yeah. And yep. okay. so that was, uh, so yesterday I was able to do that. And, and I think it was, it was for me rewarding that I could see the box on my desk and, and it was helping drive me to do the things that I felt like were part of our plan, our pathway, um, before nice. I would celebrate and open the box. So that's one of my celebrations. Okay. The I value like that one. of establishing how you'll celebrate once you complete an action. And you had shared with me maybe 10 days ago that you were going to do that. Yeah. Yes. And Tom's not the, the quickest to have a celebration for things. Usually he's like, I haven't really thought about it yet. Uh, I need to come up with something. So this was interesting to me that this was something where you were pretty out in the front on what how you're going to celebrate. Thanks for the feedback. I appreciate that. <laughs> the other thing I'm going to celebrate is I get to spend most of the day today with a client uh, who is had asked me to come in and do a um, audit of their development operation. Uh, it's a nonprofit organization and it's a person I've known for a while and so I'm excited about the opportunity to go spend the day and learn a little bit more, uh, help them figure out their next pathway um, to achieve the goals and actions that the organization would desire. Nice. So those are my celebrations. Okay. And we have another comment from Edward. Uh, keep the comments coming. Love the comments. It's that time of the month. Cat-friendly fussing. It's healthy to keep on your toes as we spar verbally. Is that what we're doing? Cat friendly. He's commenting about you and me uh, sparring this morning. <sighs> okay, we know. Well, whatever. Uh, yes, thank you, Edward, for that comment. It's always fun. To, I'm not sure it's sparring as much as it's. I don't know another word. I don't feel like we're punching each other. I think we're no sharing something else. Although I like the idea. 
I like I think I think I've come to today's show with a little different energy. So it's probably just response to my different energy. Okay. Fair enough. I like that. I appreciate it. You know, when the bunker's on the move, it throws me. Okay. Uh so. Yes, Bob. So let's dive into our conversation. Let us. I think that's a lovely idea. Pathway pivoting and the challenges. You said in your intro, I actually was listening, um, that there's one big challenge. I'm sure you've been holding back because you're so interested in sharing it. So let's hear it. When? You never know when. When you're, when you're on your pathway and it's time to make some sort of change. I never know when. And most of the time, I feel like I did it too soon, or I did it too late, or I'm a knucklehead for not having realized three months ago that this thing was not the way I expected it. And I just, it, it, getting that timing down is really difficult. That's why, and the answer to that, to me, really is the whole idea of the checkpoints and having established checkpoints. Now, that's probably tomorrow's program, because we'll talk about the benefits of pivoting, but I think it's really hard to know exactly when. So this marketing initiative that you and I are doing, we'll look at the results in the next couple of days and we will get results that could cause us to go, oh, this was the greatest thing we've ever done or this was an absolute travesty of our time and effort. What were we thinking? Oh, hey, that'll go through my head. One of those or both will go through my head, guaranteed. And by the way, the word travesty is a word that usually is in my head in these situations, just so you know. Um, and so having the established checkpoint and saying we're not going to really evaluate this in any serious way until we hit that checkpoint is really the way to con to go against that. That in the emotional response of, oh, I made a bad decision. Oh, I made a great decision. You know, and, and I think we're conditioned at a very early age, now I was thinking about this as little kids were conditioned that you do something and you get a reward. You do something, you get a reward. Do something, you get a reward. Uh, when you're two or three years old and you, you know, do something, your parents are like, oh, he's so cute. And the grandmother or grandfather usually gives them a candy. And we start to get that immediate gratification thing. And I think part of this whole pivoting thing is everything's not immediate. And when you're creating this pathway, it's not going to happen today or tomorrow. You know, this marketing thing that you and I have been doing for the last two months, it's two months with this approach. We've been doing this kind of marketing in fits and starts for two years. Mm -hmm. And we have, I think we had a clear pathway two years ago in terms of what, what the outcome was that we were looking for. The goal was clear to me. I think it was clear to you too. But we didn't figure out the pathway that was going to work. And I think that's part of this pivoting. We pivoted a couple of times. One really big pivot a number of times was, yeah, okay, that didn't work. And we'd stop. And I think I think that's one of the things, right? You just, a, a pivot is, never mind, I'm not going to do this, it's too hard. Or I, I, thought, the, I thought that my first cold call was going to lead to a sale. It didn't. Uh, that's it. Can't cold call anymore. Or I can remember when I worked in newspapers years ago, like print newspapers. I know they were a thing. Who knew? Um, look in any big museum. But we had advertisements and you put an ad in the paper and we 
the advertisers would always call after the ad appeared the first time. The ad ran on Wednesday. We haven't gotten one customer from it. It's like it's going to take months for them to see that ad five, seven, 10, 12 times. And then if they got really feisty, we'd be like, well, put a coupon in the paper. Then you can at least track it because if someone brings a coupon in, you know where the coupon was. And they put the coupon in the paper in their ad. And then the day the ad came out, no one came in with the coupon. Like no one's even read the paper yet. (laughs) Paper came out at 6 a.m. You want the ad to be, it just doesn't work that way. And I had that discussion with people many, many times in that form because they, they were investing money and time. They needed, you know, in many cases, they wanted a result. They needed the result. They need more people to come into their store. And so they ran these ads in a very um, desperate sense. And I think that's something about this whole pathway thing, that sometimes we get very desperate. And I think that's another challenge with this pivoting is when you're desperate, when you're running out of money, when you're running out of patients, when you're running out of customers, when you're, you have inventory that's stacking up, when you look at your calendar and you have a lot of open times and you were really hoping to fill them because that means you're generating the opportunities to make revenue. I think it's really easy at that point to just pivot because it's just, this is not, I can't do this anymore. And sometimes I think for me, at least pivoting is just a response. Like I got to do something. It's not working. I've got to change. I think pivoting is more dramatic than course adjusting. And I think there are times I've pivoted. Ned, I think of the challenges. Another one is you pivot when a course adjustment would be probably more likely to help you get where you want to go. I love to watch your face when you're like, I don't even know what to do with all that. You just like vomited to me every word about pivoting you could think about in real time. And I did. Well, I, I look at it a little bit differently, I think. Okay. Um, I think a little bit, uh, as you were going through some of that, um, it was, to me, it was more impactful than just pivoting. It was almost what I think we're going to talk about next week. Um, and I forget the exact title, but it's almost like giving up. Okay. Like I don't see pivoting as giving up. I see pivoting at, you know, it's interesting as you were talking about that. I was like, you know, the fascinating thing about pivoting is it means that one point, one foot stays where it is. If you're talking about basketball. Yes. Well, think about anything. If you pivot a pen, right? If you take a pen and you're going to pivot it, the one point stays where it is and the other part shifts. Okay, you're right. So you you still sort of keep keep your foot on the pathway. You haven't given up on the pathway. You just said there might be something else over there that I want to do. Like when I pivot my head, my body stays forward. It's just my head that turns. Right. So I think that, you know, so that that act of staying a part of you staying still, staying on the journey, and we're just going to look in another direction, or we're going to move in another direction that still is taking us toward toward the same pathway. Um, That's how I see pivoting. I see pivoting as, hey, you know what, we still are taking steps towards our ultimate goal. And yeah, 
the step may be in a, in a slightly different direction or with a different idea, concept, thought, action. Okay. You know, it goes makes... back to yesterday. It's like, okay, hey, email isn't working, so let's try social media. Mm-hmm. You're still, the end goal is still how do we communicate most effectively with people and that's going to have an impact on them. It's not like we're giving up trying to reach an audience that way. We're going in a completely different path like that trying to communicate to the public is not does not work we need to do something else um that to me was a little bit of where you i thought what you were sharing in my mind what was real for me was that what you were sharing there was more um intensive than a pivot um and i think i I think that's part of the challenge and and the 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 challenge honestly is i think sometimes you want to do something more dramatic you know, when you want something to work and it's not working, you don't want to make incremental changes. Why? Because it doesn't it it doesn't feel like you're doing enough. Ooh, feelings. What causes that? What causes feelings? Emotion. So you're letting an emotional reaction dictate your pathway rather than learning from your pathway and in a non-emotional state say okay what are we going to do next i think that's part that that's the to me again this is to me all of these are options off of a checkpoint we've reached a checkpoint we've stopped we haven't judged we're starting to understand and learn from the actions that we had taken up to then so now what's our next course is it to stay the course to make a slight adjustment do we pivot or we, you know, again, I can't remember what the next week is, but it's like completely changing course. Wholesale change, right. Yeah. And I think that those are like the things that we go through and all of them done at a time when you've sort of taken some emotion out of it, I think helps us see a little clearer of what we may do. And it goes back to your question of when. When to pivot to me is, is it would be at a checkpoint is the time when we would consider pivoting and we're not going to pivot until then. Okay. And then at that point, we're going to pivot. My thing, I think the biggest challenge around pivoting is how much you do, you know, to going back to the basketball analogy, or even if you were driving, but I will stick with basketball for the moment. Have you ever seen the person who like, comes down and they stop and now they start pivoting and they just pivot all over the place. Right. Not with any intention, not with any sort of just like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm starting to get surrounded. I don't know what to do. I'm required to turn all the way around. And yeah, correct. Before you know it, you're like, you don't know what's happened and likely your foot is picked up and you've now traveled and you're turning the ball over. I think the same, you know, again, if we are driving our car on our journey and we just keep looking at all the sites all over the place. There's a pretty good chance an obstacle is going to whack us. Right. We're not going to see it. Sure. The car in front of us decides to stop while we're out looking around so much that we don't see what's right in front of us. And I think sometimes that's the, to me, one of the biggest challenges of how much do we pivot or, cons- or to see all of the different things rather than make one little pivot that allows us to 
um, to, to just make a different decision. I think what that also leads to challenge is, you know, it's a double-edged sword. If you only take one pivot, if I'm in basketball and all I do is pivot to my right. Every time you get defended on the right. Well, anytime, if you do it anytime, I miss what's on the left. And maybe right. the left was an option that might have been, you know, provided different results. You know, it's that fear of missing out as well. Okay, if I'm going to, I come down and I've got a pivot, I'm going to pivot just as I pivot and look this way. My teammate is breaking open on the left and I miss them for an easy layup. And there's nothing over here. So I think that that's the, you know, there's the double-edged sword of pivoting too much and you don't see what's in front of you or not, or only pivoting once and you miss an opportunity that you- I've got a comment around that, Tom. Jack's with us this morning and Jack says, we have to control our frustration when something appears not to be working. We need to step back and either pivot within the course or consider a new course. Sure. And I think that, you know, the, the intro to me, uh, thank you, Jack, for sharing that. And I, and I like this because I think it helps with the point is, you know, he uses the word control our frustration words, control our frustration and emotion appears, appears not to be working. So like, that's a judgment on where it is not a measurement of what has happened. And I think, you know, again, this goes back to how do we set up these checkpoints that allow us to make decisions based on what we have learned. And again, if, uh, if you stick with our three questions, what went well, what didn't go as planned and what might I do different? Not working is not in that equation. So it's all working. It's just working differently than maybe you expected or what you thought. It's just the results, which you can't control. Do you have your one thing? I do. Go ahead. No, I'm going to let you go first. I'm curious. I I think it may be the same. So go ahead. I think you'll do it more articulately. Interesting. So when I, I think of the biggest challenge when pivoting is keeping that foot still is that in all of your, I need, you know, that the, you've made this decision or you've just that you need to look around for another action. You still like the course, you think. And while you're looking all around, all these shiny objects show up and, and appear that they might be better. And in doing so, there's a good opportunity that we get so enamored with one of the ways we pivot that we drag our pivot foot and travel. Okay. I'm going to, I like that a lot. I'm going to bring some more comments in. We've got great comments today. Love it. Edward says, take a step back and break and a break from the distraction. Why is I like that? And Jack jumps in and says, I'm seeing the value of checkpoints and need to learn how to set them up for key initiatives. <clears throat> Certainly. I mean, it's, just, it's an interesting, I just think it allows us to try we are never going to take emotion out of things completely. Although, you know, I would ask. And you, if there was an emotion, why would you do it? Right. I mean, it, it is nice Absolutely. to accomplish something and feel good about, hey, I did this thing. Yes. You and know, I think again, I made someone dinner last night and just totally made it up. And it was just nice. I was really excited that I made a really nice dinner that was just 
me. And the emotion of that was nice, different than I followed recipe, right? Because sure. I, I followed my own out. unique pathway to make uh, salmon. Here's the caution, right? What's that? Now you think you're like the greatest chef ever and you can just make things up all the time without ever looking at a recipe and getting the results that you expect. No and no, but I see what you're saying. Well, that's the challenge, right? You could, Now, what would have happened had it not gone as planned? Would you have ever tried it again? I think I would have, yes. Okay. Yes. Well, that's... After beating myself up for at least three to four weeks. <laughs> Perhaps longer. <laughs> and, and I think that's the challenge, right? Is that, you know, we have these opportunities and we when emotion gets in the way, it's really hard. And it's, and again, as you said, we celebrate, we should celebrate. I'm celebrating is an emotion. We recognize that. It's not getting caught in the celebration or in the frustration. It's just right. figuring out to be like, okay, great. I celebrated. Now, what do I need to do next? Knowing that everything else after this could be completely different. Right. And I think for me, the one thing is really the whole idea of the emotion and trying to control the emotion, as Jack said, I like that phrase. I know it's probably not a phrase you like, Tom, but just managing that emotion in the sense that, uh, you know, I know I'm prone to react to things a certain way and knowing that, tempering things with that, like this whole thing you and I are doing, this marketing thing. It's like, I know I want to look at those results. It's been live for an hour and 35 minutes. You know, I want to look at the results. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know. And I don't think I have access to them, which is really wise. Might be the might be the uh, <laughs> uh, one step that is really impactful. But that's that's the thing, right? In knowing that that challenge that I face building a system so that I can't do the things that I'm prone to do because they could cause it to go haywire. And I think Ed agrees with you. And I would say the same. First thing is to recognize your pattern of emotional response. I, I would 100% agree. You know, it's one, one of the things that I like to do when I'm working with people on building their pathway. We did this with Bob. Is we, mm -hmm. we said, okay, what are the obstacles that could get in your way? And, you know, judgment, frustration, all these emotions came up. And, and the key thing, I believe, is, as you mentioned, Ed, is... Not only understanding the pattern, but figuring out how you interrupt the pattern mm -hmm. so that you can keep moving forward and know what is next rather than getting stuck. We talked a little bit about that last week mm -hmm. uh, when Bob was talking about songs, that if you're struggling and you put on a song and it changes your your approach and you can look at things differently. So I, I would agree. I mean, I think emotion plays such a role in everything that we do and trying to find, you know, again, it goes back to the quote from... I think the road, not the road less traveled, uh, if, you know, sort of if you, it's a poem called if by, mm, I can't remember who, um, will you be putting that in the ring of renegades Facebook group so we can all see it. Okay, good. So um, if you're not part of the ring of renegades Facebook group folks, I don't know why that was. A, if you are not part of the ring of renegades Facebook group folks, if you want to see that poem, Tom's going to put it in there and there's a whole bunch of other stuff. Like I did a video about ways to change your feelings. Maybe I'll do a video that. about it. I think that might be, that might be effective in a good, okay. And the, right. basically the basic premise is that if you can keep your head around you when all is losing theirs and there's a, a you know, and treat, um, 
and treat celebration, I forget, like celebration and frustration and treat those two imposters the same. Okay. Uh, like, this like, is new to me. I'm looking forward to that. I'll be I'll be in that Facebook group all day clicking refresh, refresh, refresh until I see that video. You know, well, remember, I, I have to spend most of the day in Frederick, so I've got to figure out when I'm going to do it. Come on, get, end this program and do it. You can right. whip out a video in I'll four minutes. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for being with us. And especially thanks, everyone, Edward, Jack, Beth for sharing your thoughts and ideas and anyone else who chooses to share them. If you're listening to the podcast, please share. You can join us uh, in Facebook or on Instagram or join us in the Ring of Renegades, as Bob said. You can share your thoughts and ideas there. Uh, we look forward to seeing you inside our Ring of Renegades. If not, we'll see you tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern time for our next episode of Today's Antidote. Have a great day, everyone. Hey, first of all, happy Valentine's Day to everyone. Enjoy the day. And second, Embrace the renegading you. It's worth it, especially on Valentine's Day. Be a renegade. It would be interesting to know, like, okay, what is your renegade thing today on Valentine's Day? Where people are like, uh, this is a good one to see, like, do I go and do something completely different or do I stick with the tried and true? Interesting. All right, everybody. Go out and make it a great day. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to today's antidote powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, Go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.